There are two types of people in this world, one who opens a packet of biscuits, has one and puts the rest back in the cupboard, and one who eats the whole packet in one go. Ladies and gentlemen, and variations thereupon, this is Modern Escapism. Hello and welcome to the show. My name is Oodles and I am joined by Gadget. Hello. Biggie. Hello. And Stig. Hello. And this is it, guys. This is the big show. The biggest show of the year. But before we go into all of that, what you been up to, boys? We'll start with you, Gadget. Well, this week has been a week of writings. And considerations and consternations. <laughs> For you see, I have fallen arse first back into the world of D&D. Um, and I have been obsessively watching Critical Role on YouTube. I have been catching up on Dungeon Dads on the podcasts. Because I am writing us a one-shot to play D&D in a few weeks' time. I'm, I'm so excited. So fucking excited oh, yes. for it. Mate, mate. The, 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 the love you've put into this, and I haven't even seen the scenario... Oh, you won't see until you get there. I know this is going to be epic. Yes. I just know it is. It is going to be absolutely wild. Um, we have created our characters, um, but we're not revealing them now. Nope. They shall be revealed on, on the time when the bonus episode comes out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've just been... It was one of my things when we came back after a little break and we were looking to the future. I said, I want to play d and I'm going to finally fucking do it. That was my thing for yeah, the Yeah, you did. You said it a few weeks ago, didn't you? Yeah. And... I think, why, why not do it? No time like the fucking present. That's right. Um, I wrote a new scenario for us because I'd written one last year um, and then I deemed it was not good enough. Mm. Ooh. Would you like to know what this, I was going to put you through last year? Yeah, go on then. <laughs> so I was going to put you through a boss rush. And the idea was going to be your heroes, your created heroes, would be sucked up from wherever they are in the world by this malevolent force. I like the idea of, of being God. sucked up. <laughs> and you were going <laughs> And you were going to be dumped oh, in an like arena. That. Like a Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And have this guy, this guy's dripping in avarice and gold. Mm. And all these thousands upon thousands of beings from across the multiverse staring down at you. And you would be made to fight for your freedom. Ooh. Oh boy. And you I would have like to fight this. Yeah, and you were going to have to fight five progressively harder bosses. Wow. To get your freedom. But the, the funniest part was, I was going to make you all fight each other at the start. Oh, <gasps> bastard. Yeah. No, bastard. Yeah, because, you know, why not? I'm the dungeon master. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Or rather, make you do whatever the fuck I'm I want. glad you're not doing but, that, because that's horrible. I think I'd be first, considering my uh, YouTube uh, channel has Biggie dies on it quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> the, reason, the reason why I dropped it, though, is because there was no opportunity for role-playing. It was just all combat. So for the listeners, it would be a bit boring. Probably for you guys, it would have just been a lot of rolling dice. It wouldn't be a lot of the actual core of the game. Yeah. So I've, yeah. I've written one where there is combat and there is a bit of exploration. There's a chance to have a bit of a chat with each other and all that. Am I romance, Biggie? Uh, it, you're Not very welcome to if that's what you want to. Um, but yeah I'm really excited about it and um, I've taken a lot of inspiration from Critical Role if you don't know what that is that is 
Um, one of the biggest Dungeons and Dragons things going. It's basically, as they describe at the start of each episode, a bunch of nerdy ass voice actors getting around a table to play D and D. I like it. Uh, it's, good. it's hosted and run by Matt Mercer, who, if you're into video games, you will know is the voice of McCree, and also did the voice uh, McCree from Overwatch, and he did the voice for Leon in Resident Evil Six. Yes, and also one of the films. Um, it's uh, they also have both sides of The Last of Us 2 because Ashley Johnson who plays Ellie is in it and Laura Bailey who plays Abby yep. is in it oddly enough they get on in real life <laughs> you. Um, you also get people like people who've done voices for cartoons like Travis Willingham and Sam Regal and yeah it's just it's absolutely brilliant and it's well worth a watch on YouTube they've got two campaigns going uh, well the, sorry they're on their second campaign the first one was Vox Machina which ran for 140 episodes or something like that wow and the current one they're doing is up to 127 which is the Mighty Mighty 9 and these are long as well they're streamed live they're like 4 hours long each I was just going to say how long are they wow bloody hell oh, they, oh it's an obscene amount of things but they're we're so going to do it better we're fucking not I'm not as good as Matt Mercer <laughs> but I'm also not a voice actor I mean I like to play with my well, voice but I, I can't do all the voices they can um, but, <laughs> yes, yeah, we're I'm, aware of that. Yeah, I'm really excited to. Yeah, I'm really, I'm just really excited to play it, and it's like it's been something that's kept kept me bouncing. I've bought a source book. I've got all like mm. the, the dice, and I'm buying you all dice. It's going yeah. to be fucking great. The thing is, it's, it's happening soon as well. You won't be, you won't have to wait too long for this. Mm. Uh, I'm hoping to get it. So we're hoping to record it by the end of this month, end mm. of March, mm. and we're hoping to get it. I'm hoping to get it edited and out by the middle of April. Oh, yeah. Seems pretty reasonable, doesn't it? I think yeah. it, I think it's perfect. Yeah. So, but it's also going to be we're going we're going to do it on YouTube. I'm expecting Oodles to dress up as his character. I am. When do you want me to work <laughs> on my death cries? Yes, I, I, it'll it'll help. Yeah, yeah. If you if you can do that, if you get get, get a bit of your, your dragonborn language going on there. Busrada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just get some shouts going. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of what I've been. I've just been like neck deep in. Nerd that, that's the kind of thing, though. Like a proper DM knows how to put hours into his his, his kingdom, and I bet you've put fucking hours into it. I've I've put about eight hours into it so far. <laughs> and you're only going through through a dungeon. Wow. This isn't a kingdom. There isn't a world to this one. This is a one shot. This is a one off. Still, so, I'm, I'm very excited, <laughs> and I'm sure the listeners. Even if you don't know what it is, I'm very excited to hear that. So, um, what have you been up to, Biggie? Um, yeah, I've uh, been fiddling around with something that uh, <laughs> that got sent through to me via the Discord channel. Um, mm-hmm. Best boy, Angry Kurt. Thank you very much for the shout. He wow. um, sort of pointed me in the direction of something on Steam, which is only going for three of your hard-earned pounds. Sterling. Two ninety-nine. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's a wallpaper engine, mm. and it's really basic, but a smart bit of kit. So basically, once you install it, um, it gives you the options to discover wallpapers that lots of lovely, talented people have put out there, which is as far as I've got so far. Mm. And I just spent quite a bit of time finding all the ones that I like. Could you just explain uh, to some people that might not understand what you mean by wallpaper? Yeah, so something as simple <laughs> as having a, a decorative desktop, so where you've got all your icons on your PC. On your PC, your laptop, however you want it. Um, you can have a nice pretty picture because obviously Windows tends to send its own generic ones. But if you want to put... They're always usually landscapes, aren't they? Yeah, they are. But um, I like to put all sorts of things. I've gone for sort of film, space. Boobies. Um No, actually. Oh. Um, I, purely because there's a child around. Otherwise, yes, you're right. <gasps> I would. Um, ah. but- <laughs> always getting in the way. But anything that I'm sort of interested in that's uh, susceptible... Um, 
acceptable. I mean, uh, I will put that on there. And um, yeah, basically, they're just slightly animated. Oh. Um, the people that put them up there do various different types. So some are really um, very sort of subtle. So if you've got, um, I don't know, something like a black hole scenery, um, then the um, the swells of the black hole are slightly animated and it just kind of looks really cool. Mm. Uh, some a bit more, um, got audio visualizers. So if you're playing music, then you can have bars bouncing on the screen to the music. You can animate your own. So if you don't like the ones that have already been provided, you just uh, grab some of your own desktop wallpapers you've downloaded from somewhere and use the tools that come with it so you don't have to pay anything more. Wow. And animate things as well. So if you find, I don't know, a nice mountain uh, landscape and there's a big lake in front of it, you can twiddle around with the tools and make the lake sort of shimmer as if it's moving. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's it's not um, too heavy on the uh, CPU, so it doesn't use up too much power. It can go um, on in the background. doesn't affect anything else you're using. Uh, just a really simple piece of kit, but I've just had fun searching for stuff, seeing what people have put it's out there. Nice to, it's nice to get in touch with your artistic side a little bit as it well, is. isn't it? Appreciate it what people have done and stuff. Can you like? Can you rate their, their pieces? Yeah, you like can that? leave reviews, you can put thumbs up, stars. You know, I like share. a comments section as well. Yeah, it's, it's just really cool. Um, and I, I, I've personally already got thousands of wallpapers on my laptop from before. Yeah. Uh, but obviously they're, they're static. So just having this is just something different. And it just... Yeah. It's a nice bit of something happening in the background on your bit. You're obviously mate. not doing very much. You've got your wallpaper there. Excellent. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, Stig, what have you been doing? Uh, this week, uh, well, on Friday, um, Amazon released the sequel to Coming to America. It did. Coming to America. It's quite confusing, but it's yeah. coming the number two America. Yes. So <laughs> this some week, top titling right there. Oh yeah, definitely. Like, too, yeah. too fast, too furious levels. <laughs> I mean, it's fine when you look at it, but like to say it over, yeah. like say a podcast, it's like you've got to. It's coming to America. <laughs> so I watched the first one again um, earlier in the week. I thought, oh, do you know, I'm gonna, I haven't seen it in ages. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go back and watch that one, and I think it still holds up really well. Okay. Um, it's night. This is if, if you've not seen it, it's a Eddie Murphy comedy from 1988. It's about a prince who decides to come to America to find his princess because he doesn't want to get married to the woman who his father has agreed to marry him off to. And it's a whole comedy based about him being he's a fish out of water, basically. Yeah. So he's yeah. kind of classic in, comedy trope. Yeah. He's gone to a different culture in a different land where things are completely different. And, you know, comedy ensues. And, you know, he goes there to find these princess and he bumps into a whole host of, of Americans and American characters and stereotypes and stuff. But, you know, usually these comedies from that kind of era don't age very well. But I, I think it's pretty good. There's not really anything in there that. I don't find you think you'd find too upsetting these days. Um, but I think that might have been a problem having watched that and then watched the sequel. Oh. <laughs> is because, the sequel problematic? Because the se- no, because the sequel is just poor in comparison. Everyone's mm. saying it's like, mad. Very poor. Like, I've seen people go, oh, yeah, like I really Anything liked Eddie it. Murphy's done in the last 10 years, yeah, apart, apart from Dolomite. Yeah, it's like that. It's, it is really feels like those kind of nutty professor knob kind of style comedies and i think people are getting wrapped up in the nostalgia because oh yeah it was great to be around with these characters and stuff and yet it it is if you probably haven't watched the first two nights previous 
mm. and you're comparing them <laughs> and you've got one of this this classic uh Eddie Murphy comedy which is absolutely brilliant. And then What did you say it came out in 84? 88. Like 88. So I mean yeah. that's like how many years is it taking to do the sequel? That's insane. Yeah. So the sequel's come out 33 years later. And basically in the sequel <laughs> it's set up where uh Prince Akeem is now gonna be become the king because his father is dying and his father's dying wish is he bit well he basically tells him that he sired uh an heir in while he was in America. Mm. Um when I, when I found that out I watched the first one I was like eh at what point does he do that? <laughs> but they actually describe they do it really well. And I was like, oh yeah it could have been you have to watch the film to know it's like yeah right. it could have happened there and that makes sense. So he has a son in America and he goes back to America to bring him back to Zamunda. Now, the problem with this is they've tried to reverse the situation. So his son is now out of fish out of water in Zamunda rather than him being in America. And it just doesn't work as well at all. That's another trope of sequels when they do the same thing. Yeah, the whole thing is just a series of callbacks, repeated mm. jokes, and like even to the point where you see literal flashbacks of the first film. It's like why? Like this film is clearly made for fans of the first film, not for yeah. new fan, not for new people to discover. Really, why? If you're a fan of the first film, you don't see, you don't need to see flashbacks. You don't need your, your memory jogging that this happened, that happened, this happened. Like you, you know these things happened. You know what happened. You know the characters he bumped into. You know about the preacher and the barbershop men and all that kind of stuff. Like, so is it, so is the country that Eddie Murphy's characters from? It's not a real country. No, is it? it's, it's made no, up for the film. No. So, and because I haven't seen coming to either of the coming to America films, so I'm assuming that the comedy from the first one is. I have this strange custom in my country. You don't have it in yours, kind of thing. <laughs> it's, and, a, it's basically yeah. a better version of the dictator. Right, okay, I got you. So, <laughs> if the sequel is this kid going coming from America to that country that doesn't exist with all these strange customs, it's that just don't another fish exist, out of water tale. Yeah. Well, well no, but where, where where does the audience relate to that? Because the whole the whole thing with fish out of water films that makes it funny is you think this person reacting strangely to yeah, a normal thing. Person. That's where the funny is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's where the humor is. Whereas if you've just got someone normal going to another country and going, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Like it's that's not funny. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the problem. I think at this point now, um, so this is thirty odd years later, uh, and he's now with his um, his queen Lisa. It's the same actress. They got all the same actresses and actors back, and that which was quite good because you know a lot of the time in these se- Fortunate. No, sequels, thirty yeah. years later, uh, yeah, I gotta pay yeah, the bills. Yeah, you you end up with like just replacements, don't you? It's Rick yeah. Moranis in it. No, no, but he was never in the original. Come on. <laughs> He's always in it. He might have been in a lot of 80s things. He's in the background. <laughs> in fact, actually, there was only one there was only one white character in Coming to America. Mm, that uh, it, it, it were quite yeah. um it were quite um groundbreaking at at the time. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. Uh but yeah, so now he's got three daughters, and the whole setup is his eldest daughter was like, "Oh, hang on, I've been training for my whole life for yeah, this. He's got this guy's now. coming in, blah 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 yeah. blah." Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it would have been much funnier again, really, to just take the whole family out and take them to somewhere else. Yeah. Rather ah, than like a like a Beverly Hillbillies type thing. Yeah, I just Ooh. think it would have been funnier to have like the three girls go somewhere with him and. 
Yeah. You know, and, and obviously his his queen is from America, so a lot of yeah. American customs she knows about, so she could have been there like kind of tut in the background or whatnot. That you know This is McDonald's, blah blah blah, all that kind of thing. Well, actually no McDonald's because his dad yeah. owns McDowell's. Oh, McDowell's, uh, yeah. McDowell's is not McDonald's, remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. I remember. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great joke that basically the, yeah. the, 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 his wife's dad owns a restaurant called yeah. McDowell's, which is every is exactly the same as McDonald's. But he's like, no, 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 our McFlurby is different <laughs> to the McFlurry because the contents go on the bottom, not on the top. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> but yeah, it does work. With the, it worked better in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. A lot of this stuff just works better. And there's a few chuckles in there. I mean, um, Wesley Snipes is having an amazing time with his character, and his is probably the re- the funniest character out of the lot, playing a bit of a stupid um, African general dictator kind of. Is it? Oh, to, yeah. Yes, wanting to start a war with Eddie Murphy's uh, <laughs> country because he dissed his, his sister was the one he was meant to get married to. So oh, it's caused this friction it's nice going to see Wesley Snipes getting work. Yeah, but it's, uh, he is very after all, after all the bother that he had. Yeah, he is very He's a good boy, really. He is very good in it. Um, he comes from Next Dortopia. Oh yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> Not even joking. Oh, I'm pretty what? sure that I'm pretty sure that's the name of the of the country he comes from. And, and I was like, did I hear that? Did I hear that right? And then like he says it again. And I was like, for fuck's sake. Did it, was it like the writers having like a first pass on a, like a Sunday? Like just yeah, I'll just knock <laughs> this out know. in a few hours. Yeah. I'm telling you now, guys. Change that name. Get used to these reboots slash sequels coming because mm. people have got nothing else to do. Mm. Yeah, I, I didn't really like what they did with the key either. I get what they were going for, but his character, the, the the character arc he has in the first film, just seems to get completely forgotten about. Yeah, yeah. And he just goes back to this kind of lazy patriarchal stereotype. And it's I liked like, him. I liked him in the first film. Yeah. Oh, he's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I, you should give it a watch, gadget. I think. I think it's yeah, really you, good. I, I, I think. I, I, it's, think yeah, you, I don't think like it's it. problematic in the way some eighties no. films are at all. So. I'm not worried that it's going to be problematic. I've, I've heard good things about it. My, my main thing is most of my exposure to Eddie Murphy was his shit 90s and 2000s output. Yeah, so he wasn't good at it. Think, yeah, think, think, go think about Beverly Hills Cop, mate. Good stuff. Yeah, but yeah, but the first Beverly Hills Cop film I saw was Beverly Hills Cop 3. Oh, God, oh. you started really in the wrong place for Eddie oh, Murphy. Dear. Oh, dear. I, I, I know, I know, I know. And then the next Eddie Murphy film I saw after that was The, the Nutty Professor. Oh, which, no. Uh, oh, no. And our yeah no it's it's it, it's one of those things like I I'm very aware he was used to be a very funny man but I have not seen anything I've found him funny in yet okay yeah but yeah I'm disappointed like even nostalgia couldn't save it for me unfortunately oh, I just shit. think yeah too many too many tired callbacks and repeat jokes and same characters so like, you you did this all before I don't need to see it again do something new yeah well it can't all be good but. I've been watching a film this week, and I really, really, really liked it. It's Ooh. a Wes Anderson film. People that know me know I don't watch Wes Anderson films. You were, you were saying they were all shit the other week. I was yeah. going to say, that's really off type for you, Oodles. <laughs> yeah, because I've started nearly all of them and gone, oh, God, this is, this is just crap. Not now, I watched so this good. film twice this week. Oh. Uh, it's The Life Aquatic yeah. with Steve Zissel. Oh, what a film! Um, I watched it the first time with my phone in my hand, so kind of watching it, kind of not watching it, and then noticing I'm putting my phone down to carry on watching it. And then, That's very unlike you. Yeah, I finished it, and I watched it straight away again. <laughs> Do you know what? This <laughs> film is fucking incredible. 
I don't it's even know good, if, it's, it? if it's considered his best one. It's from 2005. It's actually not. It's not, not for me, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's starring, if you don't know, it's starring Bill Murray, Owen Wilson, Angelica Houston, Kate Blanchett, Willem Dafoe, and Jeff Goldblum. So already, boom, that is a cast. And the, the basic premise is um, uh, he's a uh, documentarian, mainly sea life, and uh, his, his friend gets killed by a legendary leopard shark or something like something, some kind of creepy, crazy shark. And it's a revenge story more than anything. Yeah. Um, it's also a story about family as well and how you can choose your own family kind of thing. But, yeah, it's... Do you know what I really liked about it? And, and this is just not like me. I liked the music. Oh, the music, the soundtrack. Right. The, the fact that they, they've got the Portuguese guy playing Portuguese versions of David Bowie all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just, it just pricks my ears up. And the fact that they made the set of the boat like, um, like one dimensional, so you could see him walking through the boat and stuff yeah. like that. It just, it was incredible. I think Bill Murray was absolutely. Oh, he was excellent in this, and I know yeah, you, you can have hits and misses with Bill Murray, especially later. Depends if you can be asked. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it's but it's the kind of role that also it spoke to his can't be asked demeanor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it did. Mm. Like it did. it's it's like he's basically he's smoking a spliff all the way through it. Yeah, like like, like Steve Zissou is, is supposed to be he's he's done, he's checked out, yeah. he's just doing imagine it. If, and it's... Imagine if Attenborough couldn't be asked at fifty five years old. Kind exactly. Of yeah, <clears throat> it's just really good, and I, I know I'm not going to drag on about it because I know everyone's probably seen this, but it's made me think. Do you know what? Should I give Wes, Wes Anderson another chance? You should. What, what What would you say? What should, What should I watch next? Grand Budapest Hotel. That's what it. That's what it popped up yeah. afterwards. Saying that, you should watch my this. Fi- that's my favorite Wes Anderson film. Yeah, Wes Anderson that, that film. One's, that I'm one's brilliant. That, yeah. Or alternatively, Isle of Dogs. Isle of Dogs. Amazing. Yeah. I'm a big oh, fan yeah, of uh, the Fantastic Mr. Fox as well. I yeah, that's really yeah. well done. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll go through them because this and like it, it's it's rare that I've done this. Where do you know when you're just browsing and we do this jobs for for the listeners. We tell them what to watch, but no one tells me what to watch that much. So <laughs> I, I was having a little browse on uh, Disney Star or whatever people are calling it, and um, it just it was just there, and I was like, "Oh, I like because you, you've seen the image, haven't you? the, the uh, poster yeah. where they're mm. all in the submarine." And I just thought, you know what, fuck it, and I'm glad I did. Now I really am glad. I, I may, <laughs> admittedly, I mainly put it on to try and make me fall asleep the night I started watching it. And uh, I woke up. I, I ended up going to sleep about four, four o'clock in the morning because I watched it twice. But yeah. Oh, oh please just next watch Grand Budapest. <clears throat> I will. It's I one will. of my favorite films. I absolutely adore it. Um, if, if it's anything like this, I'm in. I think Ray Fiennes is just amazing in it. It's just. Some, well, the last the time I watched Ray Fiennes, he was eating paper on Red Dragon. So. <laughs> very different to that. Yeah, the, the the dialogue in Grand Budapest Hotel. You need you need to put your phone down and pay attention because it rattles on so quickly. You should be doing that with all be- films. It's beautiful. <laughs> like the dialogue is amazing. It's so best sharp use, and witty. Best use of the word ca- the phrase candy ass. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's what we've all been doing, guys. And I know you're all absolutely eager to get to the next feature and. Biggie's going to introduce that feature for you. The main feature. The modern world has seen many debates. The scale and makeup of the universe. The comparative analysis of democracy and totalitarianism. 
the theory of evolution. Today, the four of us have taken the brave step of tackling, quite simply, the greatest debate of them all, Britain's Best Biscuit. Welcome to the Biscuit Royale. It's time to eat the biscuits! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for that, Bigger. That was beautiful. So, yes, we're doing it. This is our British biscuit off, basically. We, 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 we basically. Um, Biscoff. Biscoff. <laughs> this is, this is the, the biggest podcast of the year in all podcasts. So, we're ripping off um, the computer game shows, uh, Gotti show that they do, which, which they probably ripped off something else. But in homage, we're going to do it with biscuits, guys. So if you don't know, Gadget, can you explain to them the format that we are going to go? Being, being as you are the man with the hat. Yes. So we have all picked four biscuits. All, four, all 16 biscuits have been put into a hat, and we're going to draw them out one by one to go head to head with each other. Mm. The ones that the ones that progress to the next round will then go head to head with the winners of the other rounds, and so on and so forth, until we agree on the biscuit, the king biscuit. Yes. However, to progress, you need three out of four votes. Yes. And if you get if if you if we come up with a draw, because there are only the four of us, mm-hmm. we have to make someone change their mind. Exactly. It's the great debate. Mm-hmm. What hat is it? Uh, I think it's fedora it or something. <laughs> it's, a, it's a really cheap baseball cap that I got from Primark like four years ago. Fantastic! I'm surprised it still exists yeah. then and not just disintegrated. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the most uncomfortable hat I own. <laughs> so, if if without further ado, if you guys are ready, so we start proceedings, and you'll 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 obviously to the listeners you'll know what we've picked when they get picked out the hat. Yes, and we are watching okay. gadgets, so there is no cheating going on. So before. We go into the big debate. You listeners, you biscuit-munching buggers, have sent us a lot of feedback. So we thought we'd, we'd, we'd just flip, it, flip the jammy dodger on its head and start with you guys first. So take it away. Okay, well, we had a lot on this one. People were very interested in this one. This has, this has piqued the curiosity of the nation. It has. We'll start straight in here um, with Deadbeat Punk. He says, milk chocolate digestive. Just saved you a recording. You're welcome. <laughs> Great taste. It's a good one. Yeah. Dan, a tree smurf, comes in with an, an important question. Is a Jaffa cake a biscuit? It definitely is I isn't. say no. No. But if, they, but if they are, then very high up on the list. Favourite now has to be a Choco Leibniz. Yep. Uh, uh, that, that chocolate to biscuit ratio is perfect. Yep. It's even more chocolate than biscuit. Biscoff are also great, but they're too mainstream now. Yeah. Um, yes, the modern escapism rules did, did, did dictate that a Jaffa cake is a cake. If you leave Not it just out, us, it I mean stale. the government. It's yeah, a cake. It's yeah. officially a cake. Yeah. It is. Uh, FX said, fairly certain Jaffa cakes won some sort of ruling that defines them as a cake under UK law. Yep. I heard they baked a giant Jaffa cake to prove they were cakes and not biscuits. Even if they'd lost that case, they're still yes, cakes. That's exactly it. It goes stale. Even my, my brother tried to say Jaffa cakes, and I was like, he's like, I was like, no, a Jaffa cake is a cake. He's now been kicked out of your family, hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's gone. Because it goes hard, whereas biscuits go soft when they're stale. Boom! I mean, it, it's in the name as well. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's in the title. Cake, cake of uh, orange. Pete Beckett says, shortbread is an absolute winner, especially those M&S tins you can buy around Christmas time. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Shortbread. I, I, I like you, Pete. You're a good man. Yeah, that's good. Um, 
Matt at Mr. Matt1985 says, Not British, but Australian Tim Tams are the world's finest biscuit. Do we like Tim Tams? I have I've no heard, idea what I've he's talking about. I've heard the Tim Tam is good, but it just looks like a penguin. Well, they've, there's been plenty of scientific study, and the Tim Tams have won out over the penguin due to their chocolate taste rather than the contents. Yeah, I presume, I presume that was the reason why they were Yeah, Tim Tams nicer. are slightly better. What, Not they, much. Do we get them over here? No, but you can get them from. Do you know them them silly um, sweet shops that charge you four hundred pounds for a Hershey's chocolate, <laughs> yeah. a, lolly, a lollipop or something? Yeah, yeah. you can get them from them. Uh, sneaky, and I am sneaky. He's he's come out of his hangover to say chocolate covered oaties. End of discussion. Good Next. choice. Good choice. <laughs> do you like a chocolate covered ootie? I do. Uh, uh, Lady Azabat is coming saying uh, bourbon biscuits for the win. There's a lot of fence sitters when it comes to barbons, isn't there? Yes, discussion yeah. later, I fear. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Katty McCatface at Biohazard Cat. Huh. She says, uh, Choco Hobnobs. Mm-hmm. Strong choice. Mm-hmm. Big. Definitely. Almost the tank of the biscuit world. Almost. Monk's, uh, Monk's <laughs> boy, friend of the show, enemy of oodles. Yep. He's come in saying, Garibaldi, need I say more? I'm surprised he didn't say anything banana flavoured. I had to look at what a Garibaldi was when I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I know what you mean. So oh, you didn't I, know they were called Garibaldi? No, 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 no. <laughs> they are delicious. Like, I, I used to like mm. them, yeah. Uh, ben at X-Men Blaster X came in with, I've tasted biscuits far and wide, but nothing is ever quite so consistently good as the humble custard cream. Yeah, my daughter is all over these. At yeah, the custard cream's another fence sitter for a lot of people. I like a custard cream, but mm. if it's, it's like- the last one that ever gets touched at work. So. Yeah, I prefer an orange custard cream. Rare nowadays, but very nice. They did a rhubarb and, rhubarb and custard they flavored did. one, didn't they? they? Did. Oh, yeah. They were good. John Cheatham has popped up saying chocolate digestive, unbeatable. Mm. Strong yeah. choice. Strong. Oh, yes. Very strong choice. Uh, and uh, last up, best boy Angry Kurt has popped in <laughs> with an email saying this topic has been a very difficult one to come to a conclusive <laughs> answer on. <laughs> He's so active in our Discord about this. Oh, Kurt, Kurt has been doing the research. Kurt has been doing the research. He's been checking in with us on what we con- what constitutes he a biscuit has. for us. It's been amazing. We love I can imagine him sat there writing the email with like four different packets of biscuits <laughs> with, it, with, it, with his hand on his chin, going. Hmm. If anyone's going to appeal the outcome, it's going to be him. Absolutely. <laughs> but after much thought, I've settled on the humble gold bar. It's not the one I would have most often, mm. as I as I would need to be in the mood for it. But when I am, it hits the spot like some like nothing else. I think it's because I love that caramac coating, which you only get in a caramac bar, whereas other biscuits include elements that you can find in lots of other chocolate bars or biscuits. This is but, a very good shout. I yeah, totally that's agree good with sh- that. Yeah, but well, his most common is his most commonly eaten biscuit is the humble Oreo. Yeah, yeah I don't Oreo, Oreo. Oh boy, love Oreos. Yeah, I'm not a fan of them actually. Grow up, Iggy. <laughs> and Biggie blocks you for that one now. <laughs> Calls you out on Twitter. Um, yeah, so that 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 is what um, everyone has thought. Thank so you. far, this is the the, the feedback that we've had on this one. There's, it's been heated discussion in the Discord. Mm. Wars have been declared, <laughs> but now the true war is about to start. And they do say, "Can love bloom on the battlefield?" And probably not. In no, this case, I don't think it can. So let's start proceedings. You, you, you've all been waiting with bated breath. Let's let's do it. Yes. Get your hat out. Okay, let's I've got go. The hats. Biscuit Round one. Royale. So the first biscuit is. What have we got here? We've got a fox's Viennese melt. Oh, fuck it. Which is Biggie's biscuit. It is. And that is going up against. 
Cue the suspenseful music. The double cream Oreo. Fucked it, mate. You fucked Ooh. it. So, Biggie. it goes first. Quite simply, Fox's chocolate Viennese melts. More yum for your crumb. That legit... <laughs> from them and they are the biscuit equivalent <laughs> of quavers as they melt in your mouth oh, the cheesy the buttery viennese shortbread biscuits sandwiched with milk chocolate inspired by austrian pastries if anyone is going to be efficient at producing quality products it's austrians Foxes have been making biscuits for over 160 years. This biscuit is just something else. It's just, as soon as you open it, it looks great. It's like a long biscuit. It, none, of, none of the square shit. It's middle class as nice, fuck, mate. It, oh, it's delicious. It just melts in your mouth. The combination of the shortbread sandwich with that milk chocolate, it is fantastic. Marvellous. Mm. And who, who, whose was the double cream Oreo? Mine, baby. Oh, come on the noodles. A new behemoth in the British biscuit taxonomy. Flying overs <laughs> over to our shores from the divided states of America within the last 20 years. This biscuit doubles the fun with an extra three centimetres of lovely creamy fondant surrounded on either flank by two cookie-based phalanxes. I'm telling you now, this biscuit is a beast. You ask anyone under the age of 20 years old what their favourite biscuit is, and they will say, oh, Oreo double cream, baby. It's a beast. It's a big wad of biscuit in your gob. It's good for dunking. It's got a great taste. It makes your teeth look disgusting while you're eating it. <laughs> it's, su- it's such a fun biscuit. It makes your milk look disgusting. <laughs> but Fine, I'm not so sure. It's all about fun, isn't it, when it comes to biscuits? And the fact that it's, it's, it's like a toy as well. You can twist one of the tops off, dunk that little bit in the milk, pop it back on. You can scrape the double cream off with your teeth and have creamy teeth. It's just... Oh, oh fucking hell is it? <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> Creamy teeth. Yeah, I, I don't Ugh. think your middle class posh biscuit can stand a chance against the new kid on the block. Honestly, pal, you may as well bow out now. <laughs> so it's down to me and Stig then to decide who we're voting for on this one because they're naturally going to vote for their own. Mm-hmm. So, Stig, do you have any thoughts? Oreo. Wow. Oh. See, it's going to me straight away. Bang. Stig I'm sorry, I'm the, sorry, Biggie, but he's down with you. Culture, favorite biscuits, and a double cream is even better. It's than so good, a isn't it, layer one. And I mean, I do love the, the so your choice, but I, you know what um, I mean when you're twisting it about and love, playing with it. Yeah, and just, well, not uh, even that. You can like twist. You could twist two apart and make yeah. quad quad Oreo. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> it's like a transformer. It's a biscuit yeah. in disguise. And he's right. Young kids love them. <laughs> My kids absolutely adore Oreos. Yeah. Are your children some proper toys? <laughs> <laughs> biscuits are to be eaten not to be played with no man so, no man for, so for me I am also going to have to go Oreo as well simply Boom! because yeah. <laughs> simply, simply because I've never had a Viennese melt I've had a Viennese swirl it's because you were a wor- working class man I'm, I'm, I'm northern that's what that, that, <laughs> does that automatically make me working class does it correct Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, so, unfortunately, Biggie, I'm very sorry, but by order of default, I'm Bye. going to have to go with the Oreo. Bye, Biggie. Gadget, you do realise that when your next shopping trip, you buy a packet of this, and you're going to suddenly realise 
the mistake you originally made. No, double right. cream Oreo, mate. It's a beast. <laughs> it's a beast. Okay, so the first one through to the quarterfinals is double cream Oreo. Thank you, Britain. But then we need to decide what that one will go up against, so it's the next round. Mm. So, first up, we have Fox's Crunch Cream. Here we go, baby. I'm back again. No rest and for the wicked. going up against... Oh, going up against me, the Caramel Digestive. Fuck. <laughs> it's like he's already conceded. <laughs> I do love a Crunch Cream now. Fox's Crunch Creams. Shitty panda mascot aside, these delicious crunch creams share a lot in common with an Oreo, but rather than a chocolate cookie shield, two rich syrup-flavoured biscuit beasts protect that delicious cream within. Now, this biscuit features, maybe not Fox's brand, but features on Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. Can you remember that? When they get shrunken down, there's a big crunch cream there, and they're all eating it, and it looks like the most delicious fun time they've ever had. Rick Moranis is also in that film. I was going to say, there's your Rick Moranis link there, Biggie. <laughs> um, that's the first time I ever saw one. And then I managed to get to eat one as a child. And I remember thinking, why is no one touching this biscuit? Oh, I know why. Because it's, it's secretly delicious. Because it's not chocolate. And kids always go to chocolate. You know what kids, when, when they, they see chocolate, it's like the green light. Go, go, get that chocolate. But I was, I had a bit more of a sophisticated palate. I saw these crunch creams. And I thought, you know what? I love that syrupy goodness. Bang it in your mouth. Boom. You can also play with it like you can with an Oreo. You know, I'm a fan of playing with biscuits. Yeah, it sounds like such fun. (laughs) But it's just a really great taste. And like I say, nice and and chonky. I like a big chonky biscuit. So there you go. Follow that. Okay. (laughs) Well, the caramel digestive. Now, a lot of people in the world will talk about that the chocolate digestive is the greatest biscuit in the world. John Cheatham pointed that out in the, in the feedback there. Mm. I think it's a caramel digestive. It's a chocolate digestive with more because mm. hiding under that silky smooth chocolate and above that nice crunchy crumbly biscuit is a secretive layer. Sugar. Of sugar. <laughs> in caramel form. <laughs> and it takes it just to the next level because when you dunk... When you dunk one of those bad boys into your cup of tea, your cup of coffee, that heat transfers in. You know you get your melty chocolate. It's got a little bit of melty caramel as well. Mm. It's absolutely beautiful. Dances on your tongue. It might be the greatest biscuit in the world, and I will hear no words against it. It is sublime, because it takes the already greatest biscuit in the world and elevates it. Oh, Can I vote for his as well? (laughs) (laughs) You'd have to vote for your own. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus, I don't think I don't think you can go against that with with, with what I've got. Mine was more of a, um, a substitute, but I still think the Fox's Crunch Cream's good. But it's no double stuffed Oreo. Yeah, <laughs> but I, see, see, oh, that was one of my choices that I was thinking about. I do like, and I am going to stick to my like guns them. and vote for my own. Don't get me wrong, but the the only negative I've got with mine oh, is bother. That, I'm going for the caramel. <laughs> the only negative I've got with mine is that shitty panda. From the adverts. <laughs> hey, it's oh, Vinny's that, Biscuits. Yeah, that, I remember that. Oh, God, that, that was dreadful. I, um... Go with your heart, Stig. It's going into your deadlock. Stomach. It's going into deadlock. Fuck. Fuck. Wow, really? Already, yeah. Already. We're in already. the fucking second oh, round and we're already God. in deadlock. I do love the crunch cream. They are nice. I mean, don't get me wrong, I, I, I like the crunch cream. 
digestive. Car- caramel which, digestive. Which is just biscuit out of our two would put, give you a heart attack first? It's got a bit of caramel digestive, hasn't it? Is that, is that a point in its favour or against it? This is what I mean. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know How what? much fun is the chocolate digested with caramel? No one cares. They want to eat it because it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You know, you, I, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, like, change your mind, are you, at all, gadget? No, of course not. It is the superior biscuit of the two. Don't get me wrong. I like, I like a crunch cream. They're yeah. really nice biscuits, but then. Not a caramel digestive. Do you know what, right? I want you to remember this moment, Gadget. Mm-hmm. In the interest of solidarity, <laughs> solidarity yes. as, as a team, I'm also going to vote for your choice as well. Oh, yes. You made the, you made the correct choice, Udo. Not to denigrate your choice. But... <clears throat> I just think your biscuit could go further. Yes. Okay, so that's made it into the next round. So Fuck. Dump, dump the crunch cream. Sorry. Next up. Next up we have a Choco Liebnis. Yeah. Oh. Against let's, let's do them there. Pick this one. Against a Tonics tea cake. Fuck. Which is classic. Fuck. Right. Oh, that's a, a big Absolute choice. Who, titans. Who's, who's up first then? Me. The Choco Liebnis. Ooh. Now this is a beautifully tasting crisp butter biscuit. Dating back to 1889, this biscuit is coated in a layer of sumptuous creamy chocolate and comes in a variety of flavours from milk, dark, white and chocolate orange. But I'm here to represent the milk chocolate variety, for I think that is the best. The OG. <laughs> there's a wonderful chocolate to biscuit ratio with these. As technically, there's more chocolate than biscuit because it has that beautiful overhang. And... They're one of the more indulgent choices when it comes to biscuits. But there's nothing better than nibbling around that edge of the Leibniz. Ooh. Enough that small overhang of chocolate before dipping the rest in your hot drink and letting that layer of delicious milk chocolate melt in your mouth as you bite into a crisp, sharp biscuit. I think I've got a chubby now, mate. That is why I love a chocolate Leibniz. Yeah. Ooh, it's a hell of a description. Who had Tonic's tea cake then? Me. Oh, come on then, Biggie. Or eight so, for us. Tonic's tea cakes. It's not even a cake. It's a biscuit. Everybody knows that. Yep. They're so clever, they can call it what they like. It's a perfect reminder of childhood treats with the same old recipe. Tonic's tea cakes are not really cakes. These treats consist of a small round shortbread biscuit underneath a thick, soft, marshmallow-like heap. Coated with a thin layer of milk chocolate. Oof. A simple but tasty substitute to a regular biscuit with your tea or coffee. These tea cakes are individually wrapped in a silver and red foil. They can even be used, if you want fun, yeah. as party bag fillers. The band Supergrass in 1994 <laughs> visited the factory as their drummer Danny was a massive fan and he kept a box behind every gig. Not cocaine, not Jack Daniels. It was a box of tea cakes. <laughs> they were allegedly part of the rations for British soldiers during World War II yep. due to the protective foil covering of each individual tea cake proving to protect the chocolate, marshmallow and biscuity base. So even our soldiers that saved this country based on our British, <laughs> our British values <laughs> took them over the line, over the wall, against... A foreign country to win the war for us. 
Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Tunnock's Tea Cakes. So is, is this debate now against, like, Britain against Germany? It can be. And even so, if, if you want fun, you take that foil and you turn that into a unicorn from Blade Run. You want fun, you can use origami <laughs> on those. foil, that's just, these days, mate, that's just extra packaging getting thrown into landfill. Oh, but it shows you the class that you get. Don't get that with mine. Food. You get the recyclable packaging you can throw away and be recycled. Is it recyclable? Can you prove that? Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. I'm going to I'm going to declare immediately that I'm going with Chocolibnas just simply because yes. can't stand marshmallow. Really, really, really dislike marshmallow. I thought Ever Newcastle had... was built on the back of marshmallow. No, it was built <laughs> bu- built on the back of coal mining and alcoholism. Get it right. right. I'm getting confused. No. No, marshmallow's been something that ever since I was a kid I've wanted to like, but I absolutely just can't stand it. I, like, I can't even have like a little marshmallow and a hot chocolate or I anything like that. It. Nah. I could oh, I could just nah. eat marshmallow just like. A bowl of it. Oh, love it. It's up to you, it does. Uh, to be honest, right, I adore both these biscuits, and they are stalwarts in my cupboard. Well, the uh, tea cakes have to be in the fridge. I'm not a even. <laughs> I like to put them in the fridge. Um, yes. I'm going to go with, like, do you know when you think about having a biscuit and you get that little bit of saliva in your mouth and you can almost taste it before? I'm going I'm, I'm to go with that feeling right now and what I'd, Tuck into right now, if if you allowed me to eat on mic, um, and I think this is tough, guys. This is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm at the Hague here. Like, <laughs> Did, didn't know what you were getting into when you thought of this one, did you, Oodles? No. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go with Tunnock's tea cake. No, I think I. I mean, I, 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 I've I've eaten more of these than I have uh, chocolateness, and I, I do like, like I say, don't. Just, I can be persuaded. Yeah, but if this you have is... a nice, a nice hot drink, you sat there. Well, you can't tuck it. You can't dunk a tea cake into it. And it also, what about the, what about the, the chocolate? Yeah, do you know why? Do you know why the fun, mate? Then you eat the marshmallow. No, then you can have the biscuit. Or no you can one do does it from that. Reverse. No one does that. Yeah. No one does that because you, you know cut why? It in half. You know why the fun? <laughs> because the fucking fun size now, Mick. They used to be big. They now used to be bigger, didn't they? Yeah, now you can fit a hole in your mouth, so you're getting mugged off. No, I think they just got bigger, <laughs> mate. I think you got bigger. No, they got smaller, charged you more. You're getting mugged Based off your worst bakery, kick. you're bigger. Mm. Oh, that's a low blow. We've got another deadlock, guys. We've got another deadlock. <laughs> think about that creamy, creamy chocolate that's oodles. Soft marshmallow. As you nip, you nip, nibble around the edge. Gotcha. Can I just have drink. a private word with you? Um, yeah. Are you? Could you be persuaded? Absolutely not. I can't stand marshmallow. Like it's the critical component of the tea cake, is the problem that I have with it. God, I, I'm like I can, I can eat the biscuit and the chocolate bit. That bit. What fine. if I ate the marshmallow for you? <laughs> that's that's unsanitary. I don't know where you've been. I mean, after the pandemic, then I'll eat it. And it's then... not even even then. It's not quality chocolate though, is it? Come on. The chocolate. The chocolate. Do the caramel wafer. What's mm. wrong with you? Yeah, the wafer and the caramel. But that's not a biscuit. So we can't exactly. talk about that. You can't bring that in, pal. But the chocolate talk, on a chocolate is covered by chocolate. It's it's top quality chocolate. It gives you indulgent feeling, but for cheaper prices. I feel like I don't want to concede another one. Because um, <laughs> I am thinking so about you're just it. continuing to be wrong out of stubbornness. In my head now, I'm 
I'm definitely, I'm, I'm still definitely TK. I just think they're brilliant. I think everything about them, like when you bite into, and it just like it just crumbles and it, like it just. It's an experience, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's like eating a Kinder egg, but with marshmallow inside instead of crap plastic. It's, it's an it, orchestra of ingredients. Yeah, it's it's so. It is so good. I'm not. I'm not backing down. You, got, you, got, you to need to. De- exit, you need it? to debate this more, guys. You need to. You need to. You need to. Stig, you need to give me something else, pal. Like what? You need to give me a better debate. You need to talk to me. Talk to me. Persuade me. I am backing down, and Gadget doesn't like marshmallow, so you're sticking with the. I don't the, think. I don't think your yours could could stand the test of this. This whole competition and can, and can a tonics tea cake? Because you, not can a tonics tea cake. True, 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 true. Okay, okay, all right, all right. My own logic has destroyed me a little bit there. Because <laughs> if you think about it, if I, even if I change my mind now and push it forward, I'm still going to have the same issue with it further down the line. It's just going to get immediately knocked out. <sighs> think about this though, Eagles. They come in. I mean, they come in different flavors. If you want to go that route, fuck like yeah, dark chocolate. Yeah, you've done it. You've done it. You've got. They've got a white. It, it comes. Stop the talking! You've one. done it! You've done it! Yeah. You've done it! Yeah, I'm voting that. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> I, I just, I, I just thought about variety. Then in my head, I'm like, yeah, the orange ones are brilliant, and the white ones okay. are brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Chocolate Leibniz is through. Yes, Fuck. you did it! You did it, pal. Two down, okay. man. I, you guys are going to regret <gasps> this. Why do I? Keep, I'm sorry <laughs> that they keep getting conceded. I'm remembering because of who me. my real friends are here. Oh god! Next, next, next one up. And is their one biscuits, my... to be fair. I feel a sorry? bit sick now. I feel. A... <sighs> next up. Another one of mine, the humble bourbon. Bourbon? Bourbon? However you say it. Bourbon. (laughs) Bourbon's a drink. I know. (laughs) And that's going up against uh, Fox's Jam and Cream. Someone's a fan of Fox's. They do produce a really top quality biscuit, though, let's be fair. They are potentially the greatest biscuit makers. Mm. So bourbons. Mm. They are a humble biscuit. They're a classic biscuit. They are two slices of chocolate baked goodness with a chocolate fondant in between. They are a true workhorse of the biscuit genre. They are the working man's biscuit. Mm. They stay resilient when dunked in tea. They stay tasty when the packet's been in the cupboard for probably a little bit too long. (laughs) They are just a pure, simple biscuit. Whereas a custard cream can sometimes be a little bit dull or a little bit unsatisfying to the palate. This one gives it just an extra little kind of boost of sweetness with 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 the chocolate in there. And... It is just perfect. Mm. It doesn't break. It doesn't crumble. It is just a simple, honest, working man's biscuit. It's pure, um, isn't it? It's pure yes. biscuit. Mm. Okay. All right. So Fox's jam and cream. That's <laughs> better than a jammy dodger. Agreed. Oh, it's not. That's not hard. A jammy dodger with vanilla cream. Mm. That's what. Yeah. This is indulgent. Melt in the mouth shortcake biscuit sandwiched with a classic vanilla cream, sweet raspberry jam. What is not to love about that? The ratio of biscuit to filling is perfect, gives you a sense of decadence, but without being a posh biscuit. Mm. It's a simple biscuit. They're unique, but whilst also being delicious, and they just sit on the right side of sweet. So they don't get, they're not too sweet, but they give you that nice, sweet feeling. And they're just, it's, that is, that is it. Yeah. No more selling. Mmm. Mmm. Tell you mm. what, boys, they were they, they, they were good descriptions. Like, like 
On one hand, you've got the cooler, sexier cousin to the custard cream, the bourbon cream. And mm. on the other, you've got the way superior Jammy Dodger clone with vanilla cream. Mm. Mm. I will say, I don't, I, don't, I don't envy you two having to make this decision. If, if Stig had brought a, dammy, a Jammy Dodger to this conversation... I would have said it would have been a slam dunk for me. I believe I Jammy Dodgers and a jam and cream is a good. I, I think Jammy Dodgers, the, the original ones, they're stale when you get them fresh. Jammy Dodgers are boring. A yeah. Jam and cream just takes it to that next level. Yeah. yeah. But a, I think but, the, the bourbon biscuits tend to get left behind. Really? If they're in a collection. Not in my box. house. I've well, I've noticed it. I do it myself. I always go for all the other ones. It's always left. Or one of the ones left in the box. Yeah, I, I just think it's they're okay. Sometimes they're nice. Sometimes you just don't fancy it. I just think it's a, a real middling biscuit. Do you think it's a bit so, stock as a biscuit? It's like, well, oh, it exists. Yeah. Oh. Mm. But, do, but the the thing is, it's the simplicity. It's the classicness of it. It just exists. Like you, you know that even if even if it's not boring. the most exciting biscuit in the box, <laughs> you know you're going to have a, a good time. Biscuit. It is. You know you're going to have a good time if you have one. Do you know what? Do you know uh, the, the, really. the bourbon biscuit? It's it's like in the public domain because anyone can make one, can't they? And still call yeah, it a bourbon. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What does bourbon mean? Them. I don't know. <laughs> but you know what a jam and cream means? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> fucking so, smug smile on Smithy's face. <laughs> I think I'm gonna have to go with my gut on this, and due to the fact that Oodles likes to party, I'm gonna go with Stig. Yes, my vote. <laughs> Biggie. Biggie? Yeah, it's like the biscuit version of a scone, so I'm having that. It's I mean, the jam, jammy and I green. didn't even... Do you know what? I thought about that earlier. It is, isn't it? It is. I didn't like, even add that into my selling point, mate. Yeah. You're right. You could have it for afternoon tea. Mm-hmm. You know what the thing is? I'm not mad, because I do like a jam and cream. Yep. Yep. But a bourbon is a bourbon is a good biscuit. I think it's I'm a stalwart. It should this. exist. I'm glad it exists. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's I'm glad other ones do. It's it's way better than a custard cream. I'll give you that. Yeah. If that's any okay. Next up we have a chocolate hobnob. Ooh. Boogie's favourite. I hope this doesn't go against something. And we are coming up next against Walker's shortbread. Oh, oh. I was scared. scared this was going to come against the chocolate digestive. I thought you were going to say, like, Walker's cheese and onion crisps. Then <laughs> <laughs> so, two yes. putting heads. Right. Cho- chocolate hobnob chocolate versus hobnob Walker's shortbread. <clears throat> oh. So chocolate hobnob, what do you look for in the perfect biscuit? Taste, texture, the snap, the crumble, the biscuit to chocolate ratio. And most important of them all, the ability to withstand being dunked into a hot beverage. No biscuit achieves all of the above more than the chocolate hobnob. A delicious crumbly oat biscuit with a layer of chocolate on one side that's perfectly ratioed. This king amongst pretenders can be dunked into a lovely cup of tea, coffee, hot chocolate or whatever hot drink of your choosing. And not only soak up that liquid, but perfectly do so without withering falling apart and becoming a soggy pile of mess at the bottom of your mug. Mm. In fact, if this biscuit is such a titan... That if it could speak, it would ask to be dunked again and again and again. <laughs> so not only is this biscuit tasty as fuck, but it's the preferred accompaniment to a hot drink. And if we're being honest, there's nothing better than eating a biscuit with a hot drink. It's as British as they come. 
I do like. Before, before we move on to move on to the next one, I will say, Stig, I was following you up to the point where you started quoting Peter K. <laughs> He's allowed to. He's northern. <laughs> uh, I do like the the, the, the the new tagline that they've got. Tasty as fuck. <laughs> We're going to see that on billboards across. Is Britain. that where, is that is it Peter Kate's fault? Honestly, I just thought. I, I, yeah, I, Pete, yeah, Peter, Peter Kate said uh, chocolate hobnobs are the Navy Seal of biscuits. Well, there you go. He's fine, you know. Peter Kate's <laughs> right on some things. He has to know? be right at least once. He has to be right at sometimes. Yeah, and he was right about this one. So who 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 had the Walker shortbread? I did. Oh, come Go on then, it. Biggie. So, Walker's pure butter shortbread. Established in Speyside since 19, uh, sorry, 1898 in the Scottish Highlands. It's pure butter shortbread. What more do you need? It's used in bakery for all sorts of things. It's not just being used as a biscuit. It's used for so many other things. Everyone recognises the red and black tartan packaging. It symbolised the greatness, the Scottishness of this biscuit, which is still part of the British Empire as we speak. <laughs> as I've recalled. They have a royal warrant for the supply of shortbread and oat cakes wow. by the motherfucking Queen. That's all you need. Enough said. Ooh. I speak no more. Ooh, this is a tough one for me because I adore both. Yeah, no, I I really enjoy both. Oh. Also, really enjoying Biggie saying the motherfucking queen. <laughs> Her official title. Her official title, yes. yes. Um, it has been proven as well because remember that um that expose they did on the royal family. Uh, she does have these biscuits on her. Let's call it Ryder. Yeah, she's a Ryder. So the posh biscuits for rich people. Not cool. they're not posh because they're not expensive. Oh, they're used in bakery, mate. Is it? Essential ingredient. Ask your wife. Not talk about bakery. Talk but, about the quintessential biscuit. On that, on that, and I'm not going to go political. I do like shortbread though. But <laughs> the chocolate hobnob is the is the Wolverine of biscuits. Its <laughs> ex, its mutant power is to survive lava. Uh, exactly. I genuinely believe, along with the cockroaches, it could survive a nuclear winter. Genuinely. A blast, in fact. Um, now, in my head, I'm, there's also a cost factor because you can get the walkers quite cheap in some places. You, you often see them at 50p yeah. for a hefty pack. And it's, it, it is the tastiest shortbread you can get. It's, hobnobs can, and sometimes you can only find them in like double packs. So they up the price to one pound fifty and stuff like that. They melt inside the packet as well. Yeah, sometimes they do. Yeah, I wouldn't. Mess. Yeah, chocolate hobnob in August, mm, not so good. Dunking a choc- dunking a, a hobnob into your tea, and it's a cold chilly autumn day. Mm, yeah, there is that. There is that. Perfect. There is that. This is a- hobnobs, are, hobnobs are dangerously Moorish as well. I like, I can pound through like a, half a pack of them very easily. I can't. I can with shortbread though. <sighs> I wish if I have too much shortbread though, I feel a bit sick after a while. Mm. See, it's a lot of butter, a lot of sugar. Yeah. Whereas the hobnob is a, it's 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 the oatiness and the chocolate. It's a nice practically mix- a bowl of porridge. Yeah, it's a nice mixture. <laughs> Do you, as as well, another issue I can see now. I don't want to offend any Scottish listeners. Uh oh. Here we go. Preparing the cut. But I do prefer 
shortbread with chocolate on. Do you know? What, do you know when you get them half and half from the bakery? Not Greg's. I mean a proper bakery. Hey, hey, hey! Where someone called Sandra works or Sheila, a proper a proper bakery, <laughs> we can get a nice good salad sandwich and stuff like that. One of those, and I prefer it with chocolate, uh, like an accoutrement of chocolate. And for that, I believe I'm going to vote for the hobnob because it's just it's best of both worlds, isn't it? Yes. And I think it could test it. It could ride out this uh, debate to to the end, basically. I'm I'm not I'm not sure how your logic went on that one, but all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the the your your brain doesn't work the same way other humans does, does it? No, no. Time is a flat circle. Right. Okay. Also, the the variety that a hobnob, a chocolate hobnob, can come in different flavors, full covering. Did you ever have the um, uh, shortbreads used for the toffee so ones? So many things. <sighs> toffee chocolate hobnobs. Oh. Yes, yeah, so noodles has just too. witnessed shortbread can have chocolate on it. Yes, but it not not the walks one. Raisins in it. It can have some. It can have everything in it. It's used in everything. It's just no. an essential. I'm sticking with hobnob because I think the public would 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 kill me if I didn't. Well. Yeah, I'm going to go with hobnob because I think that's going to be the more popular answer. Sorry, Biggie. Yes. Sorry, Biggie. Fuck my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it weren't bad. I do love them, and I probably will. Buy a pack now out of it's the uh, look of the drawer, isn't it? Yeah. I think if, if shortbread went against chocolate Leibniz, I think you'd have won. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I genuinely would have changed, changed my vote on that <laughs> yeah, one. Genuinely. I don't know, so, you've all stabbed me in the back so far. Fucking hell, it's taking it personal. You've all dumped my biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the next pairing, we have a Cadbury's Crunchy Melt. Ooh. Versus a Maryland cookie. Oh, it's cookie versus cookie. It is. Ooh. <laughs> so who had crunchy melts? Is that you, Steve? That was me. It's me again. So Cadbury's crunchy melts. I'm a lover of cookies, soft mm. or hard. Same. Doesn't bother me. I love both types. I love the combination of biscuit and chocolate chips. So when it came to making my choice, one of them had to be a cookie. I debated whether to throw in the old fashioned, such as the Maryland. Or Fox's chunky cookies. They're also good. But I eventually settled on these. I'll tell you why. Because not only are they delicious, hard biscuit with dollops of lovely dairy milk buttons throughout them, yeah. but Cadbury's have upped the cookie game to the next level. <laughs> Running through the centre of these cookies is a gorgeous, soft, creamy layer of dairy milk chocolate. Oh, baby! What a surprise that is. Imagine being past one of these, thinking it's a regular cookie, <laughs> snapping it in two and being greeted with an oozy, delicious centre of dairy milk. Oof. How good is that? Cookie pie on their own, great for dunking. <laughs> Even warmed up with some ice cream on top. Yes. A lovely treat. Yes. As the old saying goes, crunch on the outside, soft on the inside. Armadillos. These are next level <laughs> cookies from Cadbury's. That's why I chose them. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. Oh, fucking hell, man. <laughs> um, so for my Maryland cookies, I'm a man without conviction. I wasn't sure because I... All the biscuits I liked had been taken by everybody else, so I picked one that I'm familiar with. Now, I like a Maryland cookie. I, there is a double chocolate one, which is my favourite one. Based. It's in a pur- purple package. Very, yeah. very chocolatey. It's outstandingly chocolatey. But the main thing I like about them is that they're small, they're bite-sized. Yeah. I can chomp through a pack of these like it's nobody's business. They're a great comfort food when you're, when you're not feeling well, when you're full of cold. Mm. You're just like, tucked up in your bed, mm. you've got a bit of a fever going, you just, just hate the world. You have your lem sip but then you have some Maryland cookies and you feel better about the world, even mm. if you don't feel better in yourself. Yeah. It'll help you, it'll help you keep a positive mental attitude by just 
devouring tw- 20 of these in a, in one city. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Wow, 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 yeah. wow. Um, I've never had what Stig said. I've never indul- <laughs> indulged. But but believe me, what he just told me had me salivating. Big style. Big style. Just have a look at the picture of it, mate. Oh, I've seen the picture, yeah, and I've, I've walked mm. past them in the supermarkets and they've given me that as I've walked past, and I'm like, "Hi, girls!" But I've never, I've never, pick, I've never picked them up. Um, Noodles, the cereal biscuit first. <laughs> Trust me. Put one of them. Put, drunk one of them in a glass of milk or something. Mm. Next level. The, the, there is a factor though that I've got a, um, I've got the, the elephant in the room is with the Maryland cookies. You can get lunchbox bags. You can. And those little, those little mini yeah. ones, the crisps, and you can drink them, fuckers. <laughs> Get them in your gut. <laughs> There's a sound effect that works well on podcasts. Yeah. Please don't, please don't screenshot what I just did either. <laughs> video. Um, so, I, f- I think due to just the simple fact that I've ate them, I've got to go Maryland and and the the lunchbox size and the double ones, the purple. They look like Prince's biscuits. If Prince yeah. was still alive, he'd probably pick Maryland as well. <laughs> probably. So I've got to there go. like two calories a day. Yeah, I've got. To, yeah, I've got to go with them. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, 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 in fact, I agree with what Oodles has said about the usefulness yeah. and the, the, the best part about Maryland cookies. But I missed dig on this one. Oh, fuck. That biscuit is <laughs> next level. It's just something else. It <gasps> pales the Maryland cookies just pales in comparison as a biscuit. Really? To that, I'm afraid. Yes, it does. Oh wow! And I, I agree with gonna... Gadget. I agree with what Oodle says. I totally agree. But it's just David and Goliath. I never here. thought two cookies would go together. That a battle clash. I mean, it was. I mean, it was inevitable. The way the world is going these days. Yeah. This is. The... This, this is World War Three. It is. Oh wow. Because you know it's it's American-owned British company versus American company. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and recently they have, in my opinion, ruined Cadbury's chocolate. They have, it's... but that's besides the point. We're not talking about the chocolate. We're no. talking about the biscuits here. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You see, it, it, it is a it is a toss-up because I'm a man without conviction, and I don't eat Maryland cookies that often. I have had crunchy melts before; and they are really nice. But I kind of feel like I should stick up for mine. Yeah. Like I can't I, I can't be that much of a biscuit tart. No, <laughs> I. Don't think I can change my mind though, guys, because I've just not had Stiggs. I've not had them. I believe you. I, be- I believe absolutely everything. His face, you, 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 the listeners can't see. His eyes lit up when he was talking about them, as if he's had them very recently. <laughs> or crunchy melts. Yeah. No, I just. Uh, you just know, just the know good. how good they are. I just know how good they are. Yeah. How many did you get in a packet, roughly? I don't know, actually. Sorry. Anyway, one of those ones where you get like eight or something like that. Mm. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're not for just shoveling in your mouth like a Maryland <laughs> and feeling like awful at the end of it. Like a horse just sat I, eating I, a hay. I, I, I never feel awful about shoveling Maryland cookies into my mouth. It, 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 <laughs> it's, peak, it's peak existence. It's ritual. Yeah. Mm. That's <sighs> essential. Biggie, right? Remember when you were younger and your mum's like, um. Andrew, I've packed your I've packed your lunchbox and I've popped you a cheeky little treat and you've opened your lunchbox up and you've got your ham sandwich, you've got an apple, uh, apple, uh, and then you've seen a little packet of Maryland cookies, baby. Think about that. Come on, change your mind. 
Let's get the big boat in. Let's get it in there. Come on. So, oodles, you can, also, you can also get a double chocolate. You can get a soft caramel centre one as well. All right. Oh. Oodles was on the verge of sweating me, but I'm back in stink. <laughs> Camp now, because I did not know this. Oh. I'll have to investigate further. This is... I don't know how many's in a pack. Uh, 12. Oh, 12. That's a bit I think it's like 50, 15 Maryland cookies. So it works out probably about the same kind yeah. of square footage of biscuit because yeah. the Maryland cookies These are, are so small. Like, yeah. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It's like the same square footage. There's more Maryland biscuits, but yours are the, the, coaster uh, the sized. Crunchy melts are bigger. Oh. I can't be swayed on this. What about the uh, texture of the cookie? How uh, mountainous is the Cabra's ones? I like a bit of a, a chomp to it. I like a bit of a. Yeah, it's ravine. good. It's a proper a snap, ravine. Yeah, it's a proper snap style cookie. Not yeah. hard, not too hard, but like proper. If you if you crack it, it'll give you a good snap. Mm. Perfectly. I've good never for seen dunk. a man so conflicted over. Perfectly cookies. good. How for... far can you throw them? <laughs> <laughs> See, perfectly good for dunking. You know, you can't yeah, yeah, dunk yeah. A, a Tesco finest cookie. They'll just no. fall into your tea. No. These ones they fall in your fingers, there. mate. Yeah, I mean, obviously these, <laughs> because they've got that, that layer in the centre and those little dots all around of chocolate chips. Does it bolster it a little bit? Yeah, you ping them up and they're all slightly slightly melted. Yeah, yeah. Melt, put that into your mouth. <sighs> but then it's going on something I've not eat, I've not had before and it's like, I'm taking your word for it. And don't get me wrong, I trust you, Stig. I love you to bits. <clears throat> yeah. You vote for it and then go out tomorrow and you'll be like, you know who's right. Yeah, they are good. yeah. You know what? I think I am going to live up to my man of no conviction, and I will put Stiggs through. Good. As a, as a, as a, as a matter of course. So I haven't conceded another one. <laughs> yeah. So Oodles doesn't have to have some kind of a conniption or an embolism. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. But I, 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 yeah, crunchy melts are really nice. I'm going to try okay. them tomorrow. We have, we have two pairs left in the first round. Fuck. We have, first one is chocolate digestives. <laughs> yep. Versus... Every middle school favorite. Every middle schooler's favorite insult: the ginger nut. Both mine. <laughs> They're both so, mine. So this was going to happen eventually. Uh, would you? Would you like us to redraw? Uh, so you go up against one that's not your own. Uh, no, I, I can do this. I can, can do, do this. this. Okay. So, the ginger nut. You want to prove you have equality in your biscuit tin? Then bomb a packet of these ginger-based bastards into that barrel of calorific goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Great for dunking, hardy in a fight, and could probably drop kick most biscuits to death. Probably. <laughs> a ginger nut can destroy a biscuit tin by making everything taste like ginger. But mm-hmm. for that reason, don't you think that its hardiness to survive is one of its biggest qualities? It's almost sentient in a way. <laughs> like you will, like if you've got a custard cream in a in, in a biscuit barrel of. Uh, ginger nuts they're going to be ginger custard creams you know this it's fact <laughs> and it's just it's just a strong strong powerful biscuit and you want to talk about eating loudly while you're eating one of them bad boys whoo crunch 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 but and it's a big but McVitie's chocolate digestive an undisputed mm. stalwart in biscuit history how do we make a digestive better by applying tasty milk chocolate on its underside for a mouth party that doesn't ever quit. Now, simply put, the chocolate digestive, already stated on this show, is the best biscuit in Britain. 
there isn't a single person alive that's had a biscuit that's not tasted one of these things. They're there. It probably takes up the most shelf space in a biscuit aisle. They sell. You know this. You can't. You can't disagree with me. And they're both my picks, these two. But I'm absolutely 100% sure I'm voting for the digestive biscuit over my own ginger nut. I could all just vote ginger nut here. <laughs> if you did that, if you did that, you're doing it over cowardice. I am because, I, yeah, my vote is just digestive. It's, I don't even need to. I remember. I, yeah. I remember as a kid, um, my the biscuit barrel that my grandma had. There was always a handful of ginger nuts at the bottom. Yeah, and you knew when that biscuit barrel got about halfway down, everything started tasting the ginger. Yeah, it's, it's, like it's a virus. I mean, I mean, it's a virus. Is, it's a sentient biscuit. Yeah. Thing is, they're that strong and that resilient and that unwilling to die. You could build houses out of them. Uh, gingerbread well, houses, <laughs> yeah. But yes, the chocolate digestives go through. I'll vote for that. Absolutely. One as well. I, I, yep. I kind of just wanted to put them in there because I know some. There are some diehard ginger nut, or, as they like to be called, ginger nutters. Um, <laughs> and if we didn't put this into this uh, competition, we probably would have got us first four star review. So I kind of did this for you guys, for the ginger nutters out there, and. Don't worry, we do see you. We know you're there. <laughs> and we appreciate you. But, just, yeah, fuck tip. The final round that we have, going into the quarterfinals, is the McVitie's Boaster versus the Caramel Roundy. Sorry, the Cabri Roundy. <laughs> so, what is a Boaster? Because I haven't heard of this one. What? You call yourself an aficionado? No. <laughs> no. McVitie's Boasters, my good friend. It's on your Tinder profile. It says Biscuit Aficionado. <laughs> Look at his face. <laughs> <laughs> they were the big bad biscuit boys when they came out, I can tell you. Mm. They were my official Scooby snack for me during my college days. I bet oh. they were. <laughs> These bad boys come in the perfect balance of a buttery cookie which is probably about the same size as Captain America's shield. Um, It came with Belgian chocolate chunks and with hazelnuts. That's all you need. It was a perfect balance within each biscuit was the perfect amount of chocolate chunks, the perfect amount of hazelnuts. And before we knew it, the packet would be empty and yet you would savor each biscuit and every single bite as that buttery biscuit base would crumble in your mouth, (laughs) followed by that nuttiness and smooth chocolatey textures that only Belgian chocolate chunks can bring. Did I say it has Belgian chocolate chunks? It does. It has hazelnut. It has a buttery biscuit base. (laughs) What more do you want? Okay. But yeah, that's it. That's all you need to know. It's a beast. That was a that was a hell of a speech that one. It's but I will I will, I will dive in here with the Cadbury's Roundy. So this one is a reasonably new biscuit. This one has only existed since the craft takeover of Cadbury's, and I'm fairly sure it's an American thing based on the based on the stature of this biscuit. Mm. It is two layers of biscuit with a little layer of chocolate in the middle, drenched in Cadbury's chocolate. If you think a chocolate Leibniz has thick chocolate around it, no, you need to try a Roundy. These things. Are like like hockey pucks in size <laughs> and in consistency. There is this. There is a perfect. Uh, it's not even perfect. It's an imperfect amount of chocolate around it because it's so vast. Right. But the biscuit inside is nice and crispy, nice and crunchy. You get a good snap out of it. But it's a satisfying set. You have to put the work in to get through the chocolate to snap it. Right. They are sublime. Mm. The biscuit does not suffer from dunkage into tea. 
because it's the chocolate there. So you get that melty chocolate taste with the heat of the tea, but your biscuit retains its entire structural integrity. These things could take down a starship. I'm telling you. (laughs) You launch them fast enough, they could commit a war crime. They are brilliant. Wow. I've never had a roundy. Nope, me neither. I have. This is this is tough. Is it? Is it really so tough? I do you know what? (laughs) Boasters. I've never even heard of a booster. Oh mate, seriously. They are. But they're like they're like the the fox the chunky cookies, aren't they? They are top. Right, okay. Do you know what the the trick with a booster? I always put them in the microwave for 30 seconds. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, you wrong him. Oh, I am. I'm a, I'm a rotter. No, I see. That's what it's you... that hazelnut. It was that, yeah. that taste oh. of the hazelnut and the chocolate. Oh. <laughs> I don't like an overload of chocolate on my biscuit. On my chocolate bars, absolutely. But we're not debating that. I'm going to go for the boasters because I know they are beasts. They are incredible. And I can imagine being an excellent Scooby snack. Absolutely. Yeah, that's my vote. You're getting it, Biggie. You're getting it, boy. Thank you, sir. I don't, know what, I don't know what to do. <laughs> He's crying. <laughs> You've openly said that you love cookies. But they're both excellent biscuits. I know. Let one of mine go through. Just one. And there is that. It's all, all I've got left in my pocket. Catch it conceded to me last round. Yeah, there is. Yeah, but there's other rounds. Don't worry about that. You could always repay him back. I think posters has to go through. It's a beast. It's a cla- You see that on someone's dining table when you go for a cup of tea. That's you know a that's what? class. We have them and the chunky cookies at mm. work when we have when we have visitors in the board meeting. Yeah, exactly. It's they're impressive. The special, they're the special biscuits that get put out. Ooh, and yeah. after Everyone the board meeting, they're all, anything that's left is put in the kitchen, and I always snap them up. Yeah, it's it's class, isn't it? It's a sign of it's a sign I of quality. I hate to do this gadget because it is a. It's a really good biscuit. I, my mum buys roundies, and every time she gets one, I sneak them. Sneak em. <laughs> I think I'm often going to go with Biggie's choice. Does she listen to this? Does she now know this? <laughs> it's, it's fine, not, basically, every time I go around, they're just like, are you in that biscuit tin again? I was like, that's because you buy all these biscuits. And they're like, oh, they're for the kids. I'm like, are they I'm telling bollocks? you now, right? It's a fact. <laughs> it's, it's a British institution that mums have the best biscuits. I don't know what it is about them. They are great at getting biscuits. Yeah, mum yeah. certainly well, does. The, the booster has gone through. So <laughs> Excellent. Thank you. We've gone through all 16. We're down to eight now. We're in the quarterfinals. Things should get faster at this point. What we're going to do is we're going to just rattle through these as quickly as we can. We don't need to argue for them. We know what we like about these biscuits. We know which ones we prefer. Mm. We have also conceived there are ones that have got through that we like but would have preferred the other one or vice versa. Yep. So the way I've collated this is the winner of one and two have gone against each other, three and four, five and six. Yep. Seven and eight. So, the first quarter final is the caramel digestive versus the double cream Oreo. Oh, I know. Shit, the bed. Yeah. Oh, no. Right. As I've so said. So, natu- natu- naturally speaking, I'm going for the caramel digestive because that was my pick. That's two. Oreo. Oreo. Oh, dear. <laughs> Deadlock again. <laughs> Out the blocks. Can I just say this, um, Big Ear? Um, we've got another digestive in this competition. And how boring would it be to have two digestives in the final? It'd be boring, mate. <laughs> Get rid of the caramel one. Come over to Team Oreo. Think of your little girl. She'd love to have an Oreo. <laughs> Think of the kids, man. Can I just take you back to Gadget's actual speech for this? Do you actually not remember what he said? It's a milk digestive with caramel on top. Oh, sorry, in, in, in the, the extra layer. 
Yeah. It's it's already bettered the other biscuit. So for me, the caramel How has one it? Is what fine. if you just wanted to watch the calories a little bit? Sometimes caramel. Why are you eating biscuits? <laughs> yeah, that's I'm true. not called <laughs> yeah, if it, skinny if, man. If, no, if, to be honest, if that was the case, you should just have a plain digestive. Yeah, that's true. It's, seriously though, double cream Oreos. Just Mate, Oreo. This, if, if you'd have just put normal Oreo in that, I would yeah, have I mean Oreos. The the thing is, right? McDonald's haven't done a caramel digestive McFlurry, have they? Well, no, because they don't want to pay McVitie's. True, but they also don't own Oreo. So but now, can you imagine the flurry with the caramel? It wouldn't work. It wouldn't work. Oh, to be well, honest, it, it would. would. It fucking would. The caramel oh, with, dig- mm. with chocolate digestives crushed up yes, in it. Me. Oh yeah. If they're listening Talking to this yourself podcast, out <laughs> hi McDonald's. Um, then uh, yeah, they're going to snap that up. Come on, man. People are going to. No, people I, are I'm screaming. not screaming. People are screaming at this. I'm not a fan of Oreos. I'm not a fan of Oreos. Thing so, is, the thing is, a double, a, a double stuffed, a double stuffed Oreo is just it, it's just American decadence. It's just excessive. There's nothing wrong with a normal Oreo. Isn't caramel in a perfectly good digestive biscuit already? Yeah, yes, but that's British decadence. Oh, oh, okay. oh so okay. it's <laughs> nationalism now, is it? It's, it's showing his nationalistic. Head now. We are looking for Britain's best biscuit. <laughs> I know it's Britain's best biscuit, but bloody hell. Jesus Christ, man. I'm afraid, I'm sorry, I'm in Gadget's camp and I cannot be swayed. It. We, we could be at this for hours. Remember when I, when you two when have I to posted move? on that Discord saying, does anyone want to do a podcast with me? <laughs> Oodles, do you, do you remember when I posted in, in the Discord follow-up saying, hey, I can edit this? Shit! <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh god but it's an oreo it's a sensation mate there's there isn't a category on youtube called caramel digestive there's oreo categories there's, there's podcast like on it you've got pumpkin oreo. spice like you've got bit. chocolate you've got double you've got strawberry you've got fucking I could, cake. I could, yeah i could go on forever now i'm not going to be moved like on this any one. of them Oh. I'm not going to be moved on this one. It's one of you two who's nope. going to have to cave. Yep, 100. percent I'm not moving. I'm not shifting. It's down to stick. Absolutely love Oreos. Great. I love Oreos. I know you do, and you should. I, I, absolutely, it would have been one of my. It would have been completely in my pick if Oodles hadn't got it first. Mm-hmm. I've smashed through a pack of Oreos like <gasps> nobody. I can eat some now. Caramel digestives. I'd be like, oh yeah. I'd have the, a- the pack of Oreos that we get into work. Um, it's got Sistrad, yeah. It might be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost gone within a day or a day yeah. and a half. You're I've the phantom Oreo thief. Basically. Um, <sighs> I don't want to have to do this, but... I know you don't want to, mate. I know it's not you. It's them. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it, Steve. Do it quick. No, I still think it's... Yes! Wanna... He's coming back! <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> Oreo. I, I can't vote for a biscuit that I don't There's like. Even a, and that is fine. There's that even is a fine. podcast and about Oreos. Do you know what I mean? Gadget, gadget, you don't want gadget to like, Mallow, ha- I have to use the same have to get Gadget to change his, his vote again. Gadget, come on. It's not happening. I've already done it twice. Come on, pal. You've got no conviction. You've told us this. Do you like Oreos, yeah, Gadget? Cookies. Yeah. Oh, oh. He said he liked them earlier. He said he liked them earlier. Yeah, now he's changed bad, them, but I don't, I don't like them as much as I like caramel digestives. Fuck's sake. I flip a coin, does it? Yeah, do it. What if it lands on Oreo? <laughs> Fuck. Just do it, Stig. Just get it over and done because I can't stand this anymore. Right, I'm, let the record be known. 
that the Oreo is far superior. Thank you, mate. But because these dickheads, because it ain't going to move forward, and we can sat here for ages, I'm going to go for the digestive caramel. But Oreo, <sighs> I'm sorry, you're in my heart. Lest we forget. But <laughs> let the record show that Sting is completely wrong. Now I will eat well, you out of solidarity next time I'm yeah, in I'm the gonna office. Yeah, I'm going to buy some tomorrow. I'm just, I'm just yeah. eating in I'm sit and cry. Yeah. So, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Caramel digestive. Put one out over the floor yeah. like a packet. Reluctantly, Car- I'll to move this on. And then pick them up and eat them. Caramel digestive has advanced a, to the semi- it's a fine semi-final. Biscuit. Semi-final, it's a fine yeah. That's... Sorry. So, oh. Stig, I'm very, I'm very sorry for what I'm about to do to you, but the so next round too. is Choco Liebner's and Jam and Cream. <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so it's down to us, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Oh. So which one are you voting, Stig? Chocolate Liebners. I think that was your first pick, anyway, wasn't it? That was like no a hobnob. A hobnob, yeah. Sorry, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with the chocolate Liebners on this. Chocolate Liebners, Liebners was my second one. So, Biggie, what are you doing, pal? Um, I'm going for the uh, jam and cream because it was so much well, fun. Fuck you, chocolate Liebners. <laughs> okay, it's that fine. one's gone straight through. We have our first semi-final pairing. I do like them both, next, though. Next up, we have the chocolate hobnob versus the crunchy melt. Uh, is this me again? We're it is you against again. Each other. Fucking hell. How did uh, you manage to get all four of yours through? Because you voted mine out. Yeah. Because, I I chose big, excellent, because I chose excellent biscuits. Mm. <laughs> yeah, hob, hobnob versus it's hobnob, melt. isn't it? It's hobnob, isn't it? It's a king among biscuits. How can yeah, you, how can you go against the hobnob? Hobnob for me, hundred percent. I'm afraid that's yeah. two of mine. I've have had to go up because they've gone against each other. Which, that's a look. That's the look of the draw. But yeah, hobnob. Yeah, I think hobnob is a, a king. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the last pairing to go uh, in for the semi-final is chocolate digestives versus the boosters. Chocolate digestives, come on, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Hang on, but you'd already said according to your rules. That only one can make it through because we've got two digestives in there. Yeah. So we've already did, voted the camera one through. You don't want if, another digestive. I'm telling you in now, there. right? Surely. If you Surely. don't vote for chocolate digestives, the, the the OG, if you don't vote for that, there's going to be a they're witch. Good, there's going to be good, a witch hunt out for you. Good, pal. but they are a bit like standard, aren't they? When you think about it. Listeners, right? I'm trying, and I'm, I'm terrible at arguments and Belgium, Belgium chunks. Mm. But chocolate digestives, I swear, I swear. Oh, it even fits in a cup of tea perfectly. You can't fit a bolster in without breaking it. How big are your teacups? No, you've got to bite a digestive. Have it in half or bite a little bit off. Um, oh, you can, You're thinking of the hobnob. If it was a real fight, That's the you, bolster never would fuck one. up that digestive. You know that for a fact. <laughs> I, I'm going to vote tactically here because I want my digestive to win, so I'm going to vote for the bolster. <laughs> you prick. <laughs> You're a prick. You're a walking, talking prick. Right, I'm, I'm, I am. I am going to base this on because I like them both. If they were both sat in front of me, on the side in the kitchen, which one would I pick up? And it's the buses. Fuck it off. Is. It is. I'm sorry, but big chunky Belgian bits of chocolate and the hazelnut there's, and the nice there's, there's, thick. There is listeners now is stopping their cars while they're listening to this. Screeching to a hall and screaming to the wilderness, going, No! You idiots! You maniacs! As their packets of digestive smash against the windscreen, but the boaster will hit that windscreen, and put it through, go through it, through it. 
a multi car pile up. <laughs> you've done you've done this to Britain. And survive. You've ruined this. Okay. You've ruined this. We're into the serious business now. We're in the semi-finals. I'm going to be sick. We have four, bis- four biscuits <laughs> left. We have the first semi-final, Caramel Digestive versus the Choco Liebners. Well, I've got to stick to my guns. I've got to go for Caramel Digestive. That's two for me. Third for me. There's one. Smart. I Choco Liebners is out, so we have our first finalist. Fuck me sideways. And the last, <laughs> the last semi-final is... The chocolate hobnob versus the boaster. Fuck! Hop <laughs> 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 in the hobnob. He just referred to it as the king, Oodles. I am going with hobnob. Hobnob. <laughs> Got to be a chocolate hobnob. I'm not, a ridi- I'm not an idiot. Hobnob. Figgy? I'm obviously going to pick mine, although I completely agree with the chocolate hobnob. Yeah, I'm going hobnob. Hobnob. <laughs> this is wow. So in our final, oh we have. Oh my god. We have decided down to the last two. It is the Caramel Digestive versus the Chocolate Hobnob oh. in the battle for Britain's favourite biscuit. <laughs> My God. Oodles was not prepared for this. You can see, looking at him on the Zoom call, the man looks close Just to think death. think about this. It, I always look close to death. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know you wanted your digestive to go through because you believe, obviously, digestive is so far superior. Yeah. Think about why Gadget voted it off. Out of malice, I'm putting this ta- tactically <laughs> so mine can get to the final and win. Right. I haven't played that game. I've just voted on the ones that I. Enjoyed. I believe you actually have had a lot of decorum in this stick. To be fair, mate. I vote on what I find great. Almost. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Don't ask me first. Ask Biggie. Come on. I'm, I need to. Well, I'm, hob- I'm hobnob. I need time to Oodles. think. I'm going to ask you first. No. I love hobnobs. Yeah, that's a good choice. Oh, I just, I just, just like he- hearing the brain work there, Rudels. Oh my god! <laughs> no, I can, no, uh, I can hear the dramatic music in my ears, even though it's not even here. You've bought a packet of biscuits. Yeah. You're unwrapping. You're tearing that open here yeah. tab, and you're moving it around the top of the biscuits. You pop that biscuit open. And it's a hot chocolate hobnob. Am I, am I gracefully tick- tickling is. the biscuit saying, you're going to be my bitch? <laughs> oh. It's, it's caramel's too much, mate. You don't need all that. You just need the, just need that lovely biscuit with that layer of chocolate. <sighs> caramel's... Yeah, I'm just... I'm, just, I'm, just ve- I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying where I'm going at the minute because I'm just very concerned, very concerned with how Oodles is doing. I'm, I'm not doing well, mate. Mine are out, so it's not about. This is about Britain now. <laughs> That's what this is about. Um, oh God, I don't often see a caramel digestive in people's houses. You do quite often see hobnobs in, but I haven't been in people's houses in about two years. So God knows what the biscuit landscape looks like nowadays. Just, just think though, this only got through. Who does this only got through because I had to concede? I didn't want to. I know, I know, mate. I know. Oreo would have been my favourite, and I'd have chosen Oreo over. I know you would, Pat. I know you would. No, hundred percent. And I won't. I'll never forget that ever. Oh, I'm got. I think I'm going against the grain here. Yeah. I'm gonna go hobnob. So is that three votes for the hobnob? It is. It is. Oh, I thought Biggie had gone. Oh, Biggie had gone hop-hop. Oh, excellent. Britain. There we go. We have our winner. The chocolate hop yes. is Britain's favourite biscuit. Officially. This is, a, this is official, <laughs> yep. 
The government have told us we can do this. This is legitimately a thing we can do. I think we're going to get a little <laughs> bit of backlash on this, but I, just, I genuinely believe we have done the right thing here. I mean, it is almost slightly anticlimactic that it's not something more exotic, but it is a brilliant biscuit. Yeah, we are the land no, of. I don't of, think we've yeah. done. I think I think the the issue is we've we might we might get a bit of shit for the uh, digestive. Yeah, you you should <laughs> you should. Had it been allowed, I think the Pink Panther would have made it through. It's not a biscuit. <laughs> no, we're not. We're no, doing. We're doing, we're doing Britain's favourite wafer, wafer next year. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That'd be a Kit Kat. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we. I think this this experiment slash official addendum has um, proven to all of Britain, to the millions of people listening to this, that <laughs> we probably have made the right decision. If people stop and think about it, because what do we want from a biscuit? We want flavour. We want sturdiness. It's not sandwich. It's not soggy. It's not. You know what I mean? It needs to be dipped. It needs to be dunked, or whatever you want to call it. And yeah, I think the chocolate hobnobs a bona fide banger. Yeah, it's a good Absolutely. choice. Absolutely. Yeah. The caramel ones are deserved runner-up, but I think no, I think the normal chocolate, chocolate digestives should have been the runner-up. Oodles, <laughs> <laughs> you're too bitter for biscuits right now. I know, I know, I know. I'm going to go downstairs and eat a banana. <laughs> but yeah have you seen what we've done we've pushed him to fruit my god <laughs> bastards but yeah that was it guys uh, I hope you made the right choice yeah you did I hope you really really enjoyed this um, you might f- you might have thought coming into this this was going to be tongue in cheek but we clearly are very passionate about our <laughs> serious business our snacks and one day we may do crisps <laughs> no no <laughs> I'm actually prepared for that. Who does? I need a lot more therapy before yeah. that. Yeah, maybe, ma- that's not maybe in a few one. years' time. Um, but yeah, um, we've got some socials to bust through first. Um, so take it away. Yeah, you can find us on Twitter at Modern Escapism. On there, you'll find a link to all our episodes, socials, and Discord. If you have any comments, you can do so either by tweeting us or emailing us at modernescapismpod at gmail if you like to watch gaming streams, come and watch us on twitch.tv forward slash modern escapism. Saturday night, Oodles is back to finish his Bioshock Absolutely. Um, one stream. Mm-hmm. Mondays, Biggie is back in the world of Dark Souls. Watch him die repeatedly he's, as he tries to finish still Dark in the Dark Souls for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's a yeah, I took out the, the, the big um, the gaping, gaping dragon. dragon. The Gaping Dragons, and now I'm on my way into... Light down, baby. Awesome. And Wednesday, Gadget and I are back in Tal Volantis as we embark on our court run of Death, Dead Space 3. What a strange game. Very. <laughs> surreal, surreal game. It, I, yeah, it's, it, it was weird when I played it through the first time, and I have very little memory of it. Yeah. But it's even weirder playing it in court. I'd, I, liked, I, liked, I liked the new stream stick going, ah, these buttons are crap. <laughs> they are the the bloody button layout is terrible, and the fact that you can't change the layout is even worse. Yeah. So I'm constantly like most normal games. The run is you push in the left analog stick and you push yeah. push forward, and this is like LB or something. I'm just like, well, the, it's not yeah, nice. The is it? Terrible. I had to figure out. I'm sure next stream it'll be exactly the same. It'll take me a while to figure <laughs> out what buttons are what again. But actually, it's quite pretty in places for an old it game is, as well. Yeah. Oh, it's quite it's got good art yeah. design. My, yeah. my, my yeah. favorite favorite thing as well is when 
you know, we're, we're, we're working together, we're going through a corridor together, then we go into a cutscene and Stig disappears. Yeah, my Because they haven't put his character into the cutscene. And yeah. then we come out of the cutscene and he's next to me again. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> a, tree, a sequence of a train or something blowing up and, you, and it, you get to the end and all you see is Gadget's character jump off and get grabbed. And I'm like... <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> you all, yeah, but Did your I character is already on the ship catching <laughs> oh, okay. me. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's a surreal game. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, also, if you uh, would like to leave us a five-star review, you can do so on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and we really appreciate those. So, If you don't, we'll send you a packet of rich tea. Ugh. Oh, nobody needs that Ugh. in their life. Maybe we should do worse biscuit next time. <laughs> God, yeah. Put Oreo in there. Thank Ooh. you very much for that there, Stig. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, we we are expecting feedback from this episode. <laughs> some <laughs> some major feedback. And and I think it's going to pop off in our Discord, so please join us. And that was a tasty episode, guys. And I thank you all for listening and indulging us four sad bastards in this um but we did it guys britain's best biscuit officially is the chocolate hobnob absolutely we and we're gonna leave you with greg wallace and john tarode with an ode to biscuit base good night i like the base 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 i like the buttery biscuit base i like the base base Base. I like the buttery biscuit base. I like the base. I like the buttery base. I like the buttery biscuit base. I like the buttery base. I like the buttery base. Base, 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 base. Knowledge, crunchy base, nutty base. Buttery biscuit base. Acid base, snack around the face. I like the buttery biscuit base. Hard base, soft base. The buttery biscuit base. My stomach decided that I needed to go for a poo. <laughs> was that the world's quickest poo? I was going to say, you're a dad. Do you not do a dad poo? Like, take no, like 15 no. minutes. I'd have, I'd have been there blasted. till fucking 11. I blasted through it so we didn't have to... <laughs> so we could get back to it. That, that, seriously, what you've just done now, Stig, is the kind of poo I do at cinemas where you just go... And then you go... Wipe, 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 wipe. Wash, wash, wash. That's just like... You get some water, Easter egg. Like, no, Thank no, you. No. I've just been wanting to say that for so long. No, 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 no. <laughs>